previously on Trash South Street. So you have gonorrhea? How the heck that happened? I don't know. Who knows? Also, your dog has cancer? Cancer? How does the dog have cancer? <laughs> Let's just pick it up. Let's pick it up. So, hey, everyone. Trash Sauce 3. What's going on, dude? dude? Jamie Z, Lou Sessa. Yep, that's us. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, we've been doing many exciting things. Completely. Yeah. I should have listened to the last episode to see what we actually talked about. I don't, even remember. don't remember. I was really high because it was after the surgery. Yeah, and we saw garbage. Saw garbage. I feel like we did something since then. I know, it's not important. So we did something a while ago. Yes. I can't remember what. We saw Italian Splatterfest. Yeah, Splatterfest would be the big thing. Yeah. I saw Agent Orange. Yeah. At Kung Fu Necktie, and it was like 120 degrees yeah. when Agent Orange was playing. But it was a good show. Went with Steve and Donovan. It was ah. fun. I went to Tennessee. Yes, you did. Nashville. The Ville of Nash. Mm-hmm. Yes, what did you see in the Ville of Nash? Uh, I saw... And Johnny Cash's marbles. <laughs> it's true, I did. I was changing my shirt two to three times a day because it was so disgustingly hot. And I went into Mammoth Cave. Oh, yeah. So, did you just go to, like, a rest station and, like... A Philadelphia Hilton. <laughs> and I stayed there for four days and I was like... This is convincing enough. I'm going home. Well, you're talking about these caves, and I just thought of you going spelunking. You know, that's dirty, and no. I'm... No, it wasn't going that way. I was yeah. just didn't know if you did any spelunking in a rest stop. <laughs> no. Called Mammoth Cave. <laughs> that would be something. No, I did not. Don't be silly. All right. You've ruined it now. You've ruined I've the ruined cave. It. Yes. You've You've killed my childhood, surely, as Ghostbusters did. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's okay. We can You can always rewrite history like Shirley Manson. Rewriting history. Rewrite, yeah. Stuff. It's written by the victors. Victors? History. Yeah, it is. I really think this is going nowhere. <laughs> For our first run, this is going to be hellish when I go to edit it. <laughs> It's just going to be a jump to the music. Yeah, I know, pretty much. So, uh, do you want to just get right to it? Is there anything you want to talk about before we uh, review? Uh, not really. There's one thing, sort of, but I'm waiting. It's a developing story in the music world. Oh. We're going to see Beach Boys. We're going to see... Um, Beach Boys coming up, right? Yeah. Brian uh, Wilson. Brian Wilson doing mm-hmm. pet sounds at the Tower. Yes. Right after Morrissey does his set at the uh, Tower. I'm not saying Morrissey is just too much in a row, so... Mm. I don't have that much time mm. on my hands. I'm busy so, lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can. This is really a bad episode already. So we haven't done anything yet. Well, maybe we should talk about um, the music we've listened to. You I want to start guess. off? You want me to? I don't care. Um, I'm, I'm not prepared. I'm prepared, but... All right. I will start. Rise of Zeus. You know what starts? Rhymes with start. <laughs> Heart. Heart. You can find us on Facebook. <laughs> Email us at Trash South Street. Uh, rise of Rise of Zayas. Arena of Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Are you Are you high? No. Are you doing like shrooms? Oh, yeah, I was totally doing shrooms. Ah. Uh, hey man, Doctor Zayas. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm scared to talk now. See, Reign of Zayas. The album is Planet of dot dot dot. Planet of. 
That's how I read it. Yeah. Planet of what, I wonder. All right. Go ahead. All right, we're going to do this for reals now. Yes. Okay, Rain Isaias, kind of a guitar-heavy 70s rock in the vein of Black Sabbath, very Sabbath-y. Competent, nothing especially standout-ish. The um, singer didn't have quite the voice to sell it, so I was listening to it. Because I give everything a chance. It popped up on my YouTube. And I was those were the thoughts I had originally written. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really paying too much attention. I was like, I'll let this album play once. And it'll be done. Then I hear this. Ahem. Your pretty mouth will take you places no canoe will ever go. And I was like, huh? And I rewound it. And it was, your pretty mouth will take you places no canoe will ever go. Is that the second song? That's Deliver Me. It's like the second third song. Yeah, I remember hearing What really kind of sells Reina Zayas is the lyrics. It's very lyric, lyrically driven. As far as I can tell, most, if not all, the songs are about movies. Yes. So we have Planet of the Apes. Big Planet of the Apes. Uh, big Planet of the Apes. Um, we have Deliverance, of course. That song is Deliver Me. One on the Evil Dead. One on They Live. Oh, I didn't listen to that one. I listened to like the That's first like called song. Glasses or My Glasses. What was the first song about then? That Hate Me or whatever? That's the Planet of the Apes one. Oh, uh, okay. Where it's like, rah, rah, rah. I can't get to do it. Yeah, I'm don't. Gonna do it. I'm not going to try. It's cool. So that's the thing. The lyrics are, we'll say the lyrics are uh, a little on the nose. They lack the subtlety of a guar. But it's it's good. It's like amusing. It's fun. I liked it. I thought they. I was like, all right, I get it. A little it. deep purple, a little yeah. queens at times. Yeah, like yeah, definitely. Age, kind of stoner rock. Um, but I I thought I was kind of liking it. The highlight for me was a song called "Orcs of Nevermead." Yeah, I I saw that title and was like, yeah, why well, I know why loop. And guess where you know what sells it? What? There's a line about how orcs and goblins are similar, but no one can tell you why, and that is straight up a D and D reference. Was it like in? The Troll 2 Town, what's that called? Nilbog? Nil. Wait a minute. It's, it's goblin spelled backwards! backwards. <laughs> no! A double decker bologna sandwich falls! So good. It just, it's like. Popcorn! It's just so weird. Like, yeah. Uh, I have to do a movie review for t- Troll 2. I could have, uh, I could see some, um,. Rise of Zayas. Uh, yeah, that's the, the Rise of Zayas. I know we were all over on that one. Uh, Rise of Zayas, worth listening to on the YouTube. I liked it. I, yeah, it I liked good. it. And like I said, you know, it's you're listening for the lyrics, for the lyric factor, and nothing else. I'm gonna have to listen because I wasn't even listening to the lyric factor. I thought it just had this cool, like, kind of. I mean, like, like I really like the the instrumentals. Like mm-hmm. I said, the singer. The voice is a little weak. It's like we want to form a band and we've decided you'll be the singer. I so like playing that. rock band and someone has yeah. to be on mic. So, Horseback, Dead Ringers. Third album. Just came out August uh, 12th on Relapse Records. Horseback is a one-man band. Jenks Miller writes, produce, mixes, engineers from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I kind of like stumbled upon these guys by chance just looking at Relapse record stuff and mm-hmm. it sounded kind of cool, so I end up ordering the record. They are, well, he is kind of drone, kraut, kraut rock, shoegazing, metal, psychedelic. It kind of goes everywhere. I find this album very hypnotic, heavy yet light, if that makes sense. Yes. It's hard to put it in a box of just labels. It's almost like prog, 
experimental synth heavy or something yeah. like that. It's something I would never expect to hear on a relapse records. Yeah, so I said it's very hypnotic. I've listened to it a th probably 10, 11 times, and the last time I was like really trying to pay attention, I was driving home from school, mm -hmm. and I totally like just zoned out <laughs> by song, song yeah. three to the point I was like, oh, I was supposed to be paying attention to that. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing, it was just... No, 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 I've, yeah, it's... So it's like a lot of distorted guitars along with like a soothing yet eerie vocals, if that makes sense. Um, has a lot of electro and synth, synth textures. I think I stole that off somewhere. Uh, my favorite song is Shape of One Thing. It's very hypnotic. Second uh, song on the album. It almost has like an old school Pink Floyd sound about yeah. it with like updated with synths and stuff. As I have said, it's going to be a really short review. The album, I think, is amazing. It's really good, musically, very hypnotic, but I I zone out every day. Uh, it's, probably, it's probably programming with Manchuria yeah. Kennedy. Yeah, and the, the songs are like five to seven minutes long. Yeah. They're, they're long songs, but it's it's very chill. I, I actually, when I was, um, I forget what I was doing the other night, and I put on, I think, the second album, and there's one song that's 40 minutes long, and I was just like, I think I was doing homework to it or something, and it was just background music, and I just like I'd hear it, and then it would just kind of go away, and then I'd hear it again. And it just has mm. that drone type of. Yeah, I was listening to I was playing World of Warcraft, and I had it on in the background. I think it's awesome. It's really good. I like that it's uh, the album covers a ten-legged horsey with a uh, death guy on mm -hmm. it. I know a I'm not good selling. Find. I know I'm not selling it the greatest, but if that sounds, it's almost like chillax music, but it just I don't know. Yeah, it's very trance synth heavy. Yeah, whatever. If that sounds somewhat appealing to you, check it out. I, I, I think it's really good. What As do, you, do I. What do you have, bro? Horseback. Horseback? Dead Ringers. <laughs> Nay. Nay. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, La Luz. Yes. Surf Rock Quartet out of Seattle, Washington. And Sandimas High School Football Rules! And if you like surf rock, it's a band for you. So it's a, you know, low tune guitars, um, guitar driven, occasional, with an occasional Spanish flavor. Um, there's some synth thrown in. Got and some, some chorizo in there. Some chorizo and some doo wop vocals. Mm -hmm. the, That's exactly what it sounds like. It's like uh, they're in the room. Yep. Wow, this is really turning into horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Anyway. I thought there's a little psychedelics in there too. Like, I was hitting this with some of their stuff. Like, they're obviously very surf rock. Some of it was just kind of blot to me. Other songs, I was like, yeah, this is cool. Because I've been listening to a lot of, I feel like, a lot of fuzz lately. Yeah, I can see. And to get some, some nice, sharp, clearly defined strings. Yeah, like. Doo -doo 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 -doo. It's like if you ate a, a big old greasy cheeseburger, Jamie, mm -hmm. and then you drank a, some lemon juice to cut the grease. Okay. On your tongue to strip it clean. Lemon juice is a two acid, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All the pH is it a two or a three? It's a two. Yeah, see? pH two. Learning stuff. Learning. I'm like, be, I'm like Beast Boy. Be, Science! <laughs> you have a tree going out your head? <laughs> I should. I was doing brain food, so. Oh, nice. Put a salmon in my ear. Um, citric acid mm -hmm. would be the acid. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Okay. La Luz. La Luz. Oh my God. If you like surf rock, surf rock quartet, this is for you. Uh, my favorite song, the best song in the album, in my opinion, is the first song, Sleep Till They Die. That's a good song. 
starts out uh, very simple, just vocals and guitar, then sort of awakens into something very complex. Um, and it ends with this nice, slow, clean, sharp guitar solo. A lot of the songs are a little melancholy. I, I think thought. a lot of the songs are melancholy. Which, you know, a lot of a lot of surf rock is, I guess. Uh, not really. Eh, it depends. Depends. That's what makes them different. Hmm. Perhaps. Perhaps. Now, they have a few songs that kick, kick it up a little bit, like Hey Pappy. I like Hey Pappy. That was probably yeah, my favorite Yeah, that was like real instrumental. Yeah. You, would, you should listen to Agent Orange, then, if you like. So. Yeah, I do. They reminded me a lot of that band, Widow's Peak, that I sort of talked about oh, a couple yeah, times. Yeah. Oh, they were better. So this album is Weirdo Shrine. First album, It's Alive, is a lot more upbeat. Mm-hmm. It's a lot faster. This is sort of a lot more slowed down. Yeah, I thought it was more slowed down. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Barge, self-titled, came out August 22nd, Gone Great Mistake Records from Richmond, Virginia. Hardcore Punk is their debut. They had a good demo and a 7-inch. 12 songs in 13 minutes. Woo! Whoa. Yeah, I Pretty saw fast. that. I was like... Thrashy hardcore, brutal mm-hmm. in your face. What made me really like this record? I pre-ordered it. I like the band to begin with, but they have this like anarcho punk, like thrashy feel to it. And when I got their record, it had like the layout of it. They had this like big packet, not big, it wasn't really that big, of lyrics in the like. It was just like old school throwback yeah. to like the, the late '90s, and mm-hmm. I thought that was cool with like lyrics and just different things. Yeah. And it was really cool on vinyl. Politically, socially aware lyrics confronting race, masculinity, corruption, and just stuff was going on with police brutality, bigotry. And it has like a real late 90s, early 2000s thrashy punk sound to it. It's more hardcore than punk, I would say. The first half of the album is more straightforward hardcore, and the second part I thought was more thrashy with more musical riffs. And I kind of like the second part better. Hmm. There's not any song I like better than the next one. I just thought all, all together, if that is appealing to you, you check it out. I like yeah, it. it wasn't my try. It wasn't quite my I thing. I know. Like, when I told you I was reviewing it, I knew it wasn't really your cup of tea, hmm. but it kind of had that throwback feel about it. And I, as I said, I love the packaging of the record. I thought that was really cool. and It was almost something I'd listen to when I was, like, really into, like, thrash punk back in the day in, like, the 90s and early 2000s and stuff. But Barge, good shit. Check them out. Yeah. You know what else is good shit? Poop. Poop. We called the shit poop. (laughs) Yes. Nick Cave. Yes. Now, I really went back and forth as to whether I was going to review this album. Yeah, I knew that if we weren't going to do it tonight, you weren't going to do it. So let me talk a little bit about Nick Cave. For anyone who doesn't know, it's once described to me as if your grandfather did heroin and molested your wife and the whole family was kind of cool with it. So that's Nick Cave. This is the 16th album with uh, Bad Seeds, Skeleton Tree. Mm-hmm. I listened to a couple songs. All right. So just I to give everyone you. a little bit more background. Yeah. He started recording the album early 2015. Then in August of 2015, one of his young sons died. Plummeted off a cliff to his death. And that sort of, let's say, probably changed the course of a lot of the album. Yeah, a bit of a downer. <laughs> a little bit. The whole album is... Uh, so the whole album is about... It's sort of about grief and loss. Yeah, I totally And agree. it is a hard... It's a really good album. It is a hard album to listen to. I agree. Like, I listened to the two songs. It right. was like official videos on YouTube. The Jesus Alone. And uh, Yeah, I watched That's Jesus what I'm going to really talk about. And I forgot the other one. But I was like, yeah, this is totally all about his, the death of his kid. And like... That's fine, right. you know, but 
it's it's not that it's bad, but in the back of your head, that's all you can think about as well, in my opinion. But, yeah, and that's probably what he is going for a lot. I yeah. mean, Nick Cave's an odd guy. I mean, I've been attempting to figure out which Nick Cave album to burn for you. Well, I bought one. I forget which one I bought. Yeah. But he changes it like every album's different. It's sort of I would compare Nick Cave. I think when Nick Cave finally dies, they're gonna put him in like the category of Bowie. Yeah, I can and see that. And that they both like kind of change their categories all the time, and there are these elder statesmen of music. Yeah, no, I agree. So, with which brings us back around to the Skeleton Tree. Specifically, I'm gonna talk about the uh, song "Jesus Alone," mm-hmm. the first song. So I heard this song like about a week ago, and I was like, I my jaw dropped. It's like. Enduring a very unsettling, unpleasant dream, but it's fascinating. You cannot turn away. I could not stop listening to not this. Not to song. cut you off. Remember that movie we saw with Anna Hathaway that she was up for the Oscar years ago? But she was at that wedding? Yeah. And it almost was like watching that. Yes. It's like you're just feeling uncomfortable the whole time. The first lyric is You fell from the sky and crash landed. So basically, the fervor is someone plummeting to their death. And the whole song sort of about the aftermath of a very unpleasant event, a horrific event. The lyric that really got me was, you're a young man awakening in blood that is not your own. So he has twin sons. So it refers to the surviving twin, I imagine. The woman in the yellow dress would be his wife. And the the junkie in Rio is Nick Cave himself. Yeah. Nick Cave was a heroin addict. So fascinating. It was very unsettling. Uh, most of the songs are about grief or loss of some sort. It's very minimal, minimalist. Yes. It's, it's most, for the most part, it's ambient. I um, can see that because it's almost like a the first two minutes are usually just a buildup of what... Yeah. Which, you know, st- like Nick Cave has done stuff like that before, but this is even more so than other stuff I've heard. It's like he's just reciting poetry. And How about Warren Ellis kind of... being all like, Wee! like it's You know, it's like... a different Warren Ellis, right? No, I thought it was the Yeah, same no, there's Ellis. Warren Ellis... Okay. But by the way, I made that mistake like for years until I saw him in concert. I was like, "Oh my god, that's is that the same Warren?" So Ellis? yeah, Warren Ellis. Well, that's because of you. You always said about Warren yeah. Ellis. So yeah, so Warren Ellis is you. both Nick Nick Cave's longtime collaborator and uh, a very good comic book writer and sort of quasi techno futurist. Yes. Um, like I said, the rest of the songs are very minimalist. They're all about loss for the most part. There's one song, "Rings of Saturn," where. Nick Cave sings his lyrics almost in disregard to the beat. Very, I hate to say, Kanye. On and on. Now the final song, uh, Skeleton Tree, mm-hmm. is actually somewhat, not redemptive isn't the quite, quite the right word, but it's a little more optimistic. It's sort of, this is still a bad situation, but we're, we're, we, can, we can survive it. Yeah. I don't think this is an album I'll listen to every day, but it was a very good album, very artistic. And I'll say this, Nick Cave did not disappoint. And once I see the movie, because they did a concert, like sort of a movie, Once More of the Feeling, mm-hmm. which I think is a lyric somewhere for one of the songs, uh, maybe we'll get more insight. Yeah, I I told you, I listened to a, a couple times, well, I listened to two, two songs mm-hmm. last night, and all I could think in the back of my head is like the death of his son. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just an odd insight of like a grieving parent, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's kind of tough and sad to listen to i mean he um he wrote one of his album the boat boatsman's call mm-hmm. which a lot of people consider to be his best album not my favorite album is all about his divorce oh really and huh. in, in like when he was dating uh i believe pj harvey hmm. or possibly kylie minogue 
Kylie? He dated them both. Yeah, really? Kylie Minogue. Well, the, well, he's Australian, right? Well, he's Australian, yeah. and he dated Kylie Minogue after Michael Hutchinson. Stopped because he was friend, really good friends with Michael Hutchinson. Was a Paul Bear at his funeral. And all oh, that really? stuff. It's huh. really bizarre. Yeah, but they're all Australian, so I guess they all know each other. You know who else is Australian? Uh, Russell Crowe. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. Yeah, she's Australian. Yeah. Oi! Oi! Speaking of Australian and yeah. sounding like a little bit of tiny bit of see ya. Yeah. It's the two singles I'm going to do. Yeah. Hillary Wallace and the Death. Death. Um, Hillary Wallace and the Death. Stairs came out, the single, uh, August 16th. They are an eight-piece funk, soul, blues band from the Burbs of Philly. You know, where in the Burbs of Philly? Phoenixville. Whoa, Phoenixville. They recorded in Montclair. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're like, they're Eric Victor. You know who Eric Victor is? No. Creep Records. I know Creep Records. He was our goalie for... Dead. Oh, yeah, he, he was in Super High Five. God, he's in God Damn It now. But anyway, he's on guitar for this band. I don't know if he toured or plays out with him or whatever. Great single, love it. The first couple of notes that, it, that she opens with kind of reminds me of Ain't No Other Man by Christina Aguilera a little bit. Yeah. And then the music's very bluesy. The mu- music itself is great. And then along with her voice, like Hillary's voice is powerful and beautiful. Yes. It's amazing. I hear a little bit of Amy Winehouse in her voice. Like, and I hear like a, I don't want to go back to see it, but I always like whenever I hear like a voice like that, it's, it's like she has a very distinct, yeah. awesome voice. Stairs is awesome. It's a really good. Song. Yeah, I really like Stairs. It had that like little reggae-ish thing. Yeah, it has a little reggae going on. on. And the Hurt, I also like. I mean, hurt, I like yeah. both of those. Songs. Hurt's really good. It's a little slow build up, mm-hmm. kind of girl group from the '60s sound. But Hillary Hillary's voice is always the shining star. But it's the instrumentals are also very. Yeah, good. yeah, it's very good for two songs. Um. Great! I'm actually really looking forward to um, maybe seeing them live. They're they're playing the Boot and Saddle someplace, mm-hmm. or the, sometime soon, sometime mm-hmm. this month or whatever in Philly. But they're good. They they played in Phoenixville a bunch of times, and I think uh, didn't you say? I think I I know I follow them on Instagram. She might have liked something of mine or something like that. And I thought you said the same thing with you. Yes. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. So they're local. They're right down the street. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. If you like bluesy, funky. Awesome, powerful chick vocals. It's like a cat. There's like that category. We'd actually talked about it in a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't quite remember the circumstances, but Sharon Van Eden, yeah, 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 Cat Power, stuff like that. So yeah, if you like that kind of like and very like bluesy, kind good of bluesy, solely good, yeah, solid. Definitely check it yeah, out. Yeah, very good. I've only heard two songs, and um, I'm really interested to hear more. Yes, because she seems pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool cats. Cool cats. You got anything else? No, that's it. That was that was three. Two of which will probably be re-recorded tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's. A... So we had a topic. Yes, the return of topics. I feel like we haven't done a. We haven't done a topic, topic in a little in while. while. Songs you can't listen to anymore. A lot of people were like, "Well, is it like songs I hate, or is it songs that are overplayed?" It's whatever you perceive it it's as. It's whatever. So I had ideally. When I originally thought about it, it would be not necessarily something you just always hated, mm-hmm. but either something that got ruined for you or something you have a special attachment. From my uh, Facebook. Everclear, Father of Mine by Julia McMillan. Mm-hmm. Um, Shana Twombly, uh, Shana Chorney. Matthew yeah. knows who she is. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Green Day, Time of My Life. Yeah, I agree. Kyle. 
he's going into stuff he just doesn't need to hear anymore. Yeah. Today by Smashing Pumpkins. And then Red Hot Chili Peppers. Except, of course, for Sir Psycho. Sir Psycho Sexy! sexy. That That is is me. I just, I don't know. So, I don't know I decide to make that my song. It is. Every time I think of... Because I do. That's the song. And I could probably sing the whole thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It might actually appear somewhere in this podcast (laughs) at the beginning or end. (laughs) Steve Rodia. Yeah. Red Solo Cup. He said he wants to climb a clock tower and start shooting every time he hears that. Oh, that's uh, healthy. Uh, we were talking about a. <laughs> Dave Mather, Collective Soul Shine, which yeah, is also like... Mark, my husband's. Yeah. He fucking hates that song. Mm. Um, anything by Alt J, Queen's Wright, Silent Lucidity, and I was like, dude, I Silent Lucidity. That was on all the time. I agree. Anything by Bruce Spring- Springsteen? Agreed. <laughs> anything by Green Day? Yeah, that's about it. It's just because Green Day got so overplayed. Yeah, think? I think so. My one friend Alex said Dave Matthews. Well, that's that's a different thing because yeah. I think anything Dave Matthews. John Nicholson, you never met John. Runaway Runaway Train Soul Asylum that was played a lot. I you know I don't mind the song, but I might everyone explaining what it's about. Yeah, well, it's about child people, kids running away. Except man. for D on uh, "It's Always Sunny" when she's really drunk. You're just a baby. And then because they have a cassette tape of Runaway Train. So awful. Huster, Sweet Child of Mine, and Shook Me All Night Long, ACDC. I don't care for ACDC remotely. Nick F., anything that MMR plays between 8 a.m. and 4 a.m. Oh. I totally agree with this. JD, Black Hole Sun, Soundgarden. Yeah. Totally overplayed. Bob Trait from The Colonial, Come Together. The Beatles, an Aerosmith version, and In Your Eyes, Peter Gabriel. I don't have strong feelings about Come Together either way. Like, I remember hearing it a lot growing up, but I don't remember why. I don't really have an opinion. I have no opinion. It's not my favorite Beatles song. Uh, Johnny Ruin, Buffalo Soldier. Nick F. again. Anything by FTC. I don't know who FTC is. Mm, I don't know. Fine Yankee knows. Um, but... Unbelievable, do 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 Now, who who's saying unbelievable? It's ecstasy, XTC. Yes, you're in. Right. Bob Trade again. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Friday, I'm in love. And hearing New Year's Day by you two on any day, but January first. Hmm. Chris Bradley also said it it can be hard to make it through Nevermind sometimes, and I have to say that is on my list. Not Nevermind. In Bloom, I never need to hear again. I'm just sick of the song. Yeah, I like kind of fast forward here and there. I was going to say, so going back to Friday, I'm in love. Mm-hmm. I think maybe, yeah, I feel that way because as a Cure fan. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where if you're a fan of a band and there's a song that everyone knows who's not like, and that's the song people know, I think. Yeah. Like, but yeah. I have a couple more. All right. Kelly Rafferty, Mr. Jones, Counting Crows. Yeah. Induces thoughts of murder spree. Oh, nice. All right. I, I, it does suck. Um, I believe. Look at my Facebook feed. Like you can't tell who wrote yeah. what. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's weird. It's not. I know people. "Shine" by Collective Soul makes me want to go on a punching and ball kicking spree. Is Mark Tub Thumper? I'm not sure who that is. Cannibal, I'd almost say is Matthew. Tub, man, that's Matthew. Yeah. Uh, Tub Thumper's that you know. Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. Yeah. I get knocked down. Yeah. I get yeah, up yeah. again. I believe it's Jake that said anything Nickelback and Taylor Swift and oh, that cha-cha slide. Well, one, it's Taylor Swift. He's wrong, obviously. <laughs> I'm not done. Hold on. And Annie Ryan said, Brown Eyed Girl, 
American Pie, literally anything by Pink, Blink-182, 311, and Third Eye Blind. I'd say this is bands you don't like. And Tub Thumper, I, I honestly, I don't, if you could see my Facebook feed right now, I don't know who Yeah, for some it. reason it didn't uh, show Weird. anyone's, yeah. Or it's not, I don't know. So that, that was our so, responses. So thank you. Yes. Trash Down Street <laughs> listeners. Well, little, the itty bitty kitty committee. Yeah. So what um, about you, Jamie? So what I have, I didn't really, um, I was trying to go deep into my hate, but I, I yeah. don't think I have that much hate in my heart anymore. So In Bloom, Nirvana, as I just said. Yeah. Um, Smooth by Santana and Ram Thomas. This is, All right. I want to hit babies. Ain't Seen Nothing Yet by Bachman Turner Overdrive. I don't need to ever hear that song again. BTO. Most Led Zeppelin songs. I never hear need to hear again. Mm. Um, I'm going to go this way, and I know people are pissed off. Pearl Jam's still alive, and pretty much most everything Pearl Jam. I don't care for Pearl Jam. I know, we've we talked about the it. the great overrated uh, yes. roundup. And pretty much any Creed or Matchbox 20. Yeah. Um, and that's really what I had. I was trying to like really zero into something I hated. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can remember something that I just lost my shit over, but... No, I, I think I'm sure there's something there that you got irrationally angry for for no good yeah, reason. Yeah, it happens. Well, I have a few, and they're not all hate-based. Other than System of a Down, which I've discussed, like, I think twice now. Yeah, they now. could just be overplayed. Just so overplayed that the CD that I bought eventually got tossed in the trash. Yes. F- sort of different, um, bringing back our friend David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Low is my favorite Bowie album, and there's this really somber song called Orozawa. It reminded me just that he's dead, and I was like, I can't listen to this. But the big one, the one that, that I thought of when I came up with this, was... Um, Hotel California. I, I, see, the thing is, I could have answered that for you. Yeah, I know. That's why I was wondering if I had something. Now, I, when I was like five years old, I have a very vivid memory of... I had is the, this the... Previously on... <laughs> previously on Trash South Street. Cuckoo <laughs> Kaka. Um, Welcome to the Hotel California. <laughs> so I was like five or six. I was really sick. I think I had the flu. And it was, I just remember it being really humid out, being in my mom's car while she was running an errand, because you used to be allowed to leave kids in cars. Yeah. Not like now. Ah, you see. And just to combinate that song playing and the the smell of cigarette smoke and tab, you're just feeling so nauseous. (laughs) You say cigarette smoke and tab. Yes, that's That's, what I was saying. That should be a a book title. So I associate Hotel California, and maybe because of the... The cigarette smoke and tabs now that lingered in our station wagon. Uh, anything from Huey Lewis. Oh, I like Huey I don't Lewis. like Huey Lewis. Or um, Air Supply, Totally Clips of the Heart. No, um, Air Supply doesn't sing Totally Clips of the Heart. Yeah, they do. No, it's uh, Bonnie Tyler. Wow, that's... Turn around, bright. Oh, wait, what am I thinking Every of? Every now and then I fall apart. Then that's not the song I'm thinking of. What am... Air Supply did um, something love... Well, it was like Air Supply's Greatest Hits or something like that. Yeah. So those are sorry. Taylor associ- Dane was totally. Uh, so I associate. Get it right. Get it right. Get your music right. I need even Wikipedia that. Oh. I'm not going to argue with you. And yeah, I associate it with being ill, quite ill. Did you throw up? I don't know if I did. I was one of those, like, not that I, you know, anyone but supermodels like to throw up. I would fight it to the point of ridiculousness. What? Really? 
Yeah. Because you always got sick in my car. Well, this is a problem. I get car sick and I have like a hair trigger. Not so many. Not so much anymore. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, we or don't, you hold it in more. We don't drive together all that much anymore. Yeah. We would drive like five miles and you'd be like... Yeah, it used to be bad. I'd have to open the window. Like I remember going we to drove Philly. to the railroad. Remember we drove to the railroad and uh, that one bar and you were like getting sick? Yeah. I remember we're talking. This is this is the segment where we're talking about car sickness. Waxing. Me, you, and Nick mm-hmm. were driving to the Phillies game. Uh-huh. And oh, I, I said something really about it, and he George. made a joke. He started, and I was like, "No, seriously, dude, I'm gonna vomit." We were at like the Gerard doing. Point Bridge. I think he yeah. started doing that. And so like, then he stopped when he realized I was really gonna vomit. But no, you're such a girl. I can't help it. So I control my stomach. Gets nervous. It's Aww. a sad tummy. It's a sicky tummy. It's a sicky tummy. A sick sick tum tum. Yeah, a lot of like the, a lot of the '90s stuff, kind of. I was gonna say of... I have another sick story. Go ahead, I don't care. Last time I saw Nick Cave in concert, I came home and drank too much water, oh, God. <laughs> and I had to vomit. What is wrong with you? You're vomiting. I recently had to vomit, can. and I blew it all everywhere but the toilet. Ew. Where? Bad. Like last night? No, it was like a two weeks ago. Ew! I think I peed on that toilet. Well, this would be the after Did you year. read my... Did, did I tell you about the spider story or did you read the yes, spider story? Yes, I did. Your creepy so, spider story. So, I'm going out for a run last, yesterday. My mother-in-law is over to watch my son. So I'm taking a quick pee. And I unroll the toilet paper. A couple, you know, yeah. a couple sheets. No one can see me. And a fucking wolf spider about medium-sized spider is hanging out, hiding in the roll. Now, if I would have been just quickly trying to pee, like, luckily I look at that shit, this spider would have been in my hoo-ha. In wee. So disgusting. In wee. And I was going to scream, but I could only imagine my mother-in-law being like, why is she screaming on the toilet? She's really jacking it hard. (laughs) But have you ever heard that? Like, that's... No, that One of the like, million stories. That seems like something you'd see on like Animal Planet. About, on a, Ugh, that they like, like get bit and then they yeah, have babies. Like, and... I'll say it would be on like a, a special on Australia. And the, untold, untold, oh, yeah, the untold stories of the ER. That would be me. Yes. I'd be having spider babies coming out from my vajay because mm-hmm. this wolf spider like laid egg. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So disgusting. Well, I had a near miss myself. Mm-hmm. I was uh, going into my place of business. Yes. And someone was coming behind me, so I did what uh, a, a person of my stature would do, as I held the door for him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking, so I held the door, and it's like one of those like bar doors, so you just press on it. And as I'm pressing on it, I suddenly feel something squirming in my hand, and I thought it was my imagination. I look, and it's a mantis, and I screamed. I did scream. You were like, ah! I screamed, and I almost made a penny, but I caught it. Really? That was bad. Know? It's like, you have a fairly large... A living creature moving around you, in your hand. I uh, think you have a hair trigger anus. <laughs> Don't, no. I had a hair trigger and I would have pooped. I was working yesterday on Thursday and my, my boss farted. And it yeah. was literally like almost as bad as that movie theater where, where you split the line. Like I had to yeah. leave the, the store. I was like, I'm going to go get a coffee nice. across the street. Yeah. Nice. It was pretty bad. So that's our poop, our, coo- our caca talk. Caca. But yeah. uh, let's put this in. What do you think, Jenks? I, I haven't talked to Jenkinson about this topic yet, but mm. if we do, you can leave this in. Yeah. Or we, I will... Uh, what do you think, Jenks? All right, time for 
quick angry rant from me. Uh, songs you can't listen to. <clears throat> I was going to do this last night when I was absolutely blatted, but uh, just to get the anger flowing, but uh, kind of fell asleep. So I'll do it this morning with a bit of a hangover. Um, so yeah, uh, my top ten of songs that I can't fucking listen to. Uh, number ten, down to number six actually, by virtue of real estate, is pretty much anything by Adele. I mean, anyone that looks like an upturned fucking solo cop um, deserves to carry that much weight, really. Um, she takes up five spots by herself, just virtue of, of the real estate, you know, that fake Markney accent and their belt and dresses and shit like that. You know, at least we know how old the bitch is, so there's no chance of going over jail bait at 2 a.m. for a mercy shag. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm not looking forward to like 30 years time when we get 47, 51. Um, <clears throat> so that's 6 to 10 covered, so now we go to uh, no, uh, number 5. Uh, shitting up to Boston, um, pretty much anything by the Drooling Murphys. I'm going to thank my autocorrector there because I fucking hate the dropkick Murphys. I, I just, you know, I can't stand any of that fake Irish rock sh Boston shite. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I was a painter, alright, I guess, but, <clears throat> you know, any of that kind of stuff that was in The Departed, that, ugh, just drives me fucking mad. Number four, it's a tie actually, a two Christmas songs. How nearly gonna be for Christmas songs when you worst uh, you know the, the, the things you can't stand to listen to? There's two, two, the Christmas shoes one. And I'm sure you hear this on, on the radio about the kid who's buying his shoes for his mom who's dying because he doesn't want her to not wear shoes when she goes to meet bollocks. And then the other one is another old Lang Syne. Now, when I listen to those songs, Remember that bit in Seven where they're reading John Doe's diaries and he said the banality of the conversation made him throw up on the guy in front of him? Well, both of those do that for me. I mean, credit where credit's due on another old Lang Syne for shoehorning the words frozen foods into a Christmas song. But basically, that's just a shopping list. The song's a shopping list and it's just so... Oh, it gets me so fucking angry. You know, it, it, it's just a, oh nice, I met my ex, we had a drink in the car. I tried to get a grope on, but she wasn't having it, she left. Tough tits. Number three. <clears throat> right, this one. This one drives me fucking bonkers. One bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. You put that shit on a jukebox in my friends be prepared to introduce your face to my foot. Pretty much anything by that big tooth queef, to be perfectly honest. I fucking hate George Thorogood. You know, even Schwarzenegger couldn't save Bear to the Bone in Terminator 2 without resorting to comedy. Avoided anything by him like the Black Death. Number two. This one could be controversial because I know people like this one. Piano Man. Can't stand it. Another fake Irish ditty kind of jaunty thing. And never ever trust a man with two first names. They always tend to gravitate towards you know, Billy Joel, Elton John. It all gets rather confusing. Get a proper surname, you cunts. Number one. And this, uh, I'm not going to go for a song, I'm just going to go for a genre. Jazz. Fucking hate jazz. It's my personal idea of hell. Seven levels of hell in terms of Ben Hayes Inferno or whatever, or whatever the fuck it was. Is different levels of jazz. Smooth jazz, interpretive jazz, scat. Kenny G, that perm-perm punk, gets a whole fucking level to himself. Ugh, I just can't listen to it, it drives me mad. My idea of hell uh, is, is going for a happy hour where they've got good beer on at a jazz club, like Christopher's downtown. 
Uh, I got dragged there one time. I want the beer. Don't want the fucking music. And if anything, <clears throat> like that comedian who did that jazz album, where he just kind of just played shit on the piano. He can't play the piano, but he just did this jazz album where he just played shit on the piano. Fuck, you know, I thought it was real, because that's what jazz is. If you can't play music, just go to jazz. You're all set. And that's it from me. So I will see you next time. Ta-da. Oh, right you totally are. Totally agreed, totally yes. agreed, totally agreed. Anyway, so let's see, we covered all, we covered poop-poops, we covered pee-peeps. Yeah, we got Brian Wilson coming up. Brian Wilson. I have a bunch of new music coming. Yeah? I just got um, Cruel Hands, new album in the mail, literally today, the vinyl. Expire, they had a new album, a bunch of hardcore bands. Mm. There's this um, Relapse Record label, Red Fang, you... you should check out pretty good yeah. kind of stoner good kind of cool rock mm-hmm. going on metal i would say check it out check dude. it out i got a whole bunch check of things out, dude. that i bookmarked because they had singles out and their albums were should be released by now yeah there's a bunch of stuff coming but out. i try not to just do singles do you watch anything good lately i haven't really watched it caught up on mr robot oh yeah i heard that's good i've never watched a minute of it almost done dark matter i think i have um Three left. Yeah, I gotta start there. And I just finished the season two finale of Grey's Anatomy. Oh. Yeah. Season two finale? Yeah, I've been rewatching. I was gonna say, yeah, you watch them like every time we're like watching Grey's Anatomy. But that's starting back up in uh, mid-September. Oh. But I'm going, I, I've been going back. If there's nothing else on TV, I'm not doing anything. Or if I've had a couple of cocktails and I don't yes. care to watch something new, mm-hmm. I will put on the Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I started watching this again. Did you ever watch Wilfred when it was on? No, I remember you saying you did. So, I started watching the original Australian version of Wilfred. Hmm, how's that? First thing, it's the guy who plays Wilfred, who's the creator, is Wilfred in both of them. Mm -hmm. So, he's the dog in both of them. If the American version starred Elijah Wood as a suicidal lawyer who smokes a lot of dope, who may or may not be hallucinating this dog, talking to him... The various antics and adventures and him trying to discover himself and work through his problems and whatnot. Australian version? No. Oh, really? Not so much. It's literally about a dog trying to cock block a guy <laughs> and a girl who's way too into her dog. And it's sort of just accepted by the guy that he can talk to the dog. And it's just weird. I had a dog come to my store at work. Oh. It was a big dog. Yeah. I was going to red rocket it. A big dog? No. <laughs> You mean like a Hell's Angel? No, it was a big dog oh. named Finn. Oh. And it's a little wiener? dog wiener with flapping His lipstick? Around. Yeah. I the, put on the lipstick. Yeah. Well, it's just disgusting. Upon. Yeah, I just frowned upon. <laughs> it's a felony. No, I did not. You weren't on... I didn't see you on Facebook as <laughs> this monster. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Right. We'll have to do our troll too. Uh, yeah, we'll do some troll. We'll be... This will be a better podcast next time. That <laughs> nah, was good. Yeah, I think it's pretty bad. Anyways, you can catch us on Trash South Street on Facebook. Yeah. Or on Twitter. Yeah. Or on Trash South Street at gmail.com. Yeah. I think that's right. In theory. Yes. Because I never check it. And com on our regular. Yes. Seriously, if you like our podcast, go on Apple and write a review Mm -hmm. or like give us stars or something because we have two and we'd like to get a little more. Yeah. From the, I wouldn't say seven now. Maybe five people <laughs> that listen to this, mm. you know. Heads up. Yeah. Uh, heads up. I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, heads up, y'all. Yeah. You know, if, can you be nice enough and give us a little... 
It's the only way you know. Apple doesn't give you yeah. listener numbers. So it would be nice to see. Yes. And maybe we'll um, we'll have a contest. Yeah, what contest? We'll send you a sticker if mm. you if you give us a good review. If I get if we get three reviews between now and October, yeah, good I guess. will dress up as Otho from Beetlejuice and oh. walk around the way for a day. And I'm talking like. Uh, end of the movie Otho with the white suit. I think that... Well, can I, like, pretend to review? No. <laughs> I can get my sister, Mark, and my mom well, you know, to do it. It's technically... My mom is, like, slut queen 72, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. So if you see that, it's... Let go of slut queen 72. Alright, so you know where we are. Yeah. Check it later, dude. Check it later. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Awesome. Bye. Bye.